the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Hello, Biblical Citizens. Do you know that there has been an explosion of truth, of truth, that has hit the world in the last few weeks? Well, as many of us know, there is an information war going on about what is really happening in the world. So much is being uncovered that the corporate-owned media is failing at censoring the truth. They're trying, but they're not succeeding. We are going to talk about that today and about Alex Jones's new book entitled The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. Before we get into who Alex Jones is, for those that don't know, and more about this, first, Brian, tell our listeners what David Sorensen of StopWorldControl.com meant when he said there's been an explosion of truth in the last few weeks. Well, if you just look at three men that are all well-known, Tucker Carlson, the podcaster Joe Rogan, and the owner of Twitter X, Elon Musk, for example, a recent broadcast of Tucker Carlson, I think it was the Trump interview, it reached 427 million people worldwide. So that means one out of every 19 people on the planet saw that interview. Then you look at Joe Rogan. Cumulatively, he has 3 billion views for his various podcasts. On YouTube, that doesn't count his other platforms. Elon Musk, the owner of X, Twitter, has 166 million followers. He's one of the largest social media profiles in the world. So just these three, and the reason we include these three, they are all telling things that directly go against the mainstream media narrative. They reach a significant portion of the entire global population. And all three of them have recently featured Alex Jones yep. on their platforms. Right. And this he's one of the most dangerous persons in their eyes, but they're reaching all these millions of people that you just mentioned. Not so, in the eyes of the people we just the in the Tucker in the Carlson. corporate media's eyes, right. he's a dangerous person. Right. Alex Jones, he's he's very famous. He's been around for 25 years telling about the plans of the globalists, but we'll get into that in a minute. We just want to say, if you haven't seen the Tucker Carlson interview with Alex Jones, we really recommend that you go on X slash Twitter and watch it. It's really worth the time. And by the way, Tucker Carlson is taking on the corporate media. He has a new ad on the marquee of the of Times Square in New York. He has his big 
picture up there on the on that famous marquee and he, of himself and he says your replacement and he also has the logos of the CNN, MSNBC and the other ones so he's he's really being in their face um but he's getting millions of more viewers and so Jones, Alex Jones, has also been on Joe Rogan at least three times. You can watch that, too. And you can go straight to the source and visit Infowars.com and watch Alex Jones himself, who is now on X, reaching billions of people. And if you aren't already, you will want to be part of this information explosion. So for those of you who don't know, a little more about who is Alex Jones and why is this important? Why are we even talking about him? Well, if you look on Wikipedia or mainstream reports, you might consider him one of the most dangerous people on the planet, if the elites uh, can tell you what, what he's all about. If you go to Jones' own bio, it says, 25 years ago, he started Infowars.com. He has 40 million monthly visitors. He is the host of the Alex Jones Show, which has 4 million daily listeners. Then he writes books, articles, films. Tucker Carlson said he agrees with at least 95% of Alex Jones's take on reality. And Joe Rogan's podcast interview with him was the number one Rogan podcast he'd ever done in terms of viewers. So this is really amazing and so, because some of the things that Jones has been warning people about for 25 years, he's been trying to reach people. Some of the things that he has already just assessed and told about is the JFK assassination. It was done by the CIA. He's talked about the blackmailing of elected officials, the corruption of the CIA, election rigging, central bank manipulations, the global warming scam, the the WHO takeover of global health care, Agenda 2021 and Agenda 2030, the rituals that go on at the Bohemian Grove, the Skull and Bone Society, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Club of Rome, and so many other realities that we don't have time to go into, but you can research it on your own or read his book. So Tucker Carlson started off his interview with Alex Jones with the video of Jones predicting 9-11 weeks before it happened. And he... How did he do that, Brian? How, how did he Well, predict it wasn't it? because he was using a Ouija board or, you know, a crystal ball or something. No. I, I would be pretty uh, doubtful about that. But he actually, he explains how he puts together all these data points, all these things that were going on at the time. And you can actually watch the video and the date of it. And what he's saying is there's going to be an attack on the World Trade Center by terrorists. Yes, because anyway, he, he had hundreds of data points upon which to base including that. Uh, that it would be by airplanes so anyway so that's high praise for someone who the as we said the establishment vilifies now if you one more thing about alex jones he Vilica did make persecutes and tries to silence yeah right. uh, one more thing you should know about alex jones and this is a lot used against him he made very ill-advised comments in my view about sandy hook but get this so he let's say he said something crazy, and maybe he did, but as a result of that, he got a judgment against him for over one 
billion dollars so not any action he took it was just something he said which he apologized and they for did, and they didn't say that they caused any actual damage from it you can only surmise yet he's been uh, assessed for over one billion dollars plus he was taken off youtube he was taken off twitter until elon came along so anyway i have to admit Kathleen, I was I used to think I didn't look into him a lot over the years, but I thought he was a little crazy. But I'm changing my opinion too based on the research that I've seen. Right, and they always call him the ultimate conspiracy theorist. Well, uh what is called a conspiracy theory comes true later. It turns out it's true based on the research, based on observations, based on all the data as we mentioned. And Jones has just been one of the first people to investigate it and report on it. So Alex Jones is a fountain of information. He's He gives commentary. He has a phenomenal memory. It's amazing. When you listen to that interview with Tucker Carlson, the, the guy's memory is amazing. He can document where he gets everything. And his newest book, The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance, has a lot of hope he exposes their agenda but he also gives hope and and we will tell you about that but what i liked about his book in addition to the hope that it offers i learned things i didn't know i got alex's opinion and interpretation of events based on his years of experience and biblical worldview and for me it's helpful to have the documentation and the footnotes of certain quotes available all in one place you can look it up he's got it all documented the footnotes of the actual of people actually saying what they said you can find the quote and by the way one of his chapters is the education of Tucker Carlson and Joe Rogan and he tells in that chapter the story of how they came around to his point of view so i want to focus on one of the topics he has a a lot of topics of what's going on in the world today, but what does he say about AI, artificial intelligence? So Jones directly yeah. quotes people like Yuval Noah Harari. If you haven't heard of him, he considers himself like a philosopher king, but he's very influential. He also has a lot of followers, and he's the chief advisor to the leader of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. By the way, the World Economic Forum is convening their annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland in days. It starts January 15th. The corporate titans, big bankers, prime ministers, people from around the world, leaders Media in the Biden, Biden administration, CNN executives, ABC executives will be there. But guess what? They're not there as reporters. They won't report on it, but they're there. Hey, they're but, part of the program. More and more people are catching on right, to right what they do at these big meetings of these corporate giants and how what agenda they want to put on you know tell put on to the people so we we have this vision of the future by novel harari which they have their vision of human beings and the world and then there's the alex jones vision of the future the great awakening so we're following both of these but let's explore what Harari and his <clears throat> elitists think is going to happen with AI. Uh, let's see. What a, 
What and they, about what, human beings. Yeah, so, what do they think about them? So Harari thinks that AI will, first of all, eliminate most jobs that people now have and will create billions of useless people. And, and that's, that's his That's word. his words, right? Yeah. Just to name one example, what happens to truck drivers and taxi drivers when driverless cars run by AI? They're all going to be gone in terms of jobs. Driverless cars, of course, are already being tested in San Francisco, Phoenix. Harari says those who fail in the struggle against irrelevance would constitute a new useless class. And this useless class will be separated by an ever-growing gap from the ever-more-powerful elite. That was from his speech to the World Economic Forum in 2020. And so he goes on to say about this useless class, these people such as truck drivers and those that are put out of their jobs by AI, he says, the problem is boredom. What to do with them? And how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless? Worthless. He uses the word worthless. Wow. And so Harari then goes on to say, he says, my best guess is they will be... uh, amused or they will spend their time in a, with a combination of drugs that will pos- pacify them and computer games so he thinks that that is just a, an okay scenario i can't believe it that he actually says that and it just shows the the arrogance of these elites as if it's their problem of what to do with these useless people but I think it's even more ominous than that. He does say that, but if you read other things, he doesn't even think that human beings will eventually even be around. He, he has a book called A Brief History of Mankind. He says, Homo sapiens as we know it will disappear in about one century. He said that in 2014, 10 years ago, so I guess we got 90 years left of Homo sapiens. And, and so I just want to finish the thought that he says that as if it's the elite, the elite's problem to do with these billions right. of people that are going to be created that are meaningless and useless. As if God didn't create every single person on the planet in his own image. And God has a purpose for every, every single one of them. It's God's planet and God's humanity, not theirs. They didn't create it. They don't know how to, what to do with it or how to give people any meaning. Wow. To think that that's his solution is drugs and video games that's just so shocking so what's happened since 2014 when he wrote that well about about homo sapiens disappearing we're talking about covid and look at all the things that happened with that the lockdowns the all the problems that have come out now from the covid vax the remdesivir hospital protocols but you know that overall life expectancy in the united states in the last few years has dropped by three years for example, by men, it's dropped from age 76 to age 73 in the United States. So, yeah, and, yeah. and not only that, the birth rates are down, infant mortality has gone up, all kinds of things that, guess what, end up reducing the population. And they have more plans to attack humanity. And also in their world, human beings that are allowed to exist will be improved. In other words, they're going to speed up evolution But they really want people that are more docile, servile, 
More ignorant, what does that all mean? More easy to control. If you just remember the book when I was growing up, Brave New World, by Elgis Huxley. And Elgis Huxley, by the way, in his time was one of these folks with the same philosophy. This kind of thinking is so far from what human beings are from the biblical worldview, it boggles my mind. Well, he thinks of human beings as hackable animals. And yeah, he's the ultimate transhumanist. So this kind of thinking is so dehumanizing. And as Alex Jones said in his book, that he they just want to turn reproduction over to the tech sector. But calling people useless, like, like Harari does and like Hitler did, it, it's so dehumanizing. And Hitler might, like Hitler might have said, it, it leads, it show, the history has shown the kind of violence that it can lead to. Hitler might have said, we just want Germany for Germans. And then that justifies what they did to the the other weaker people that didn't weren't able to stand up to them. But Stalin would have said, Alex Jones says, we want to just purge the selfish from Soviet society so all of us can share. That's their ideal. You know, that's how he would have put it. And Mao might have justified his persecution and starvation of millions by saying, we must purge ourselves of the thought criminals so we can take that great leap forward. And this is how they talk. They 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 make it sound like it's for the good of humanity. They're all their plans, but they speak with a forked tongue, don't they, Brian? Yeah, so the AI scheme, again, as they see it, is part of an overall strategy to control everyone through technology and literally engineer human beings. Alex Jones has a chapter called You Are Being Modified Against Your Will. So thanks to Alex Jones for calling attention to this. And we need to affirm our firm belief in God's word and his everlasting declaration that every human life is sacred and belongs to him, the creator of all life. So once again, the big news is that Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and David Sorensen of StopWorldControl.com. He has a big audience, too. And by the way, Dinesh D'Souza has a big movie out now. They have become media titans. They've become the media titans that people are listening to. That's big news. And they are step-by-step removing the blindfold from mankind, and they confirm the truths that we've been talking about, that other whistleblowers, independent journalists, courageous researchers, and all kinds of heroes of humanity have been saying. The pandemic was a criminal operation. The U.S. government, CIA, and FBI are complicit in censoring truth. The World Health Organization wants to establish global tyranny under the guise of health emergencies. The World Economic Forum is a criminal organization with an agenda to control the world. Mainstream news media lies to the public. The climate change is a hoax. And worst of all, there's a network of child trafficking called Pizzagate where kids are sold to politicians for sexual abuse and now more and more is coming out about that with the release of the Jepstein Epstein documents and Dinesh D'Souza's new film Police State <laughs> Really? Uh, 
it's ominous. But, yep. but let's talk about the Great Awakening. Yeah, now. and the control oligarch. I want to make one point, though. These And they're called control oligarchs. They really talk out of both sides of their mouth. Because if you do see a headline, it might be flowery and positive. We want sustainability. We want to help the future and all this. But all you have to do sometimes, even in the article, if you ever see an article on what they come out with from the mainstream media, even in the regular article, if you read the plans of what they really want to do, it's rushing headlong headlong into a man-made hell for most of humanity. You know, as you said, Kathleen, the Native Americans accused the U.S. government, rightly so, of speaking with a forked tongue back in the 1800s. And guess what? That's what these guys are doing. Kind of like a serpent. Well, that's what a serpent has, is a forked tongue that you say one thing, you do another, you say something else another time. But what about the Great Awakening? How do we defeat these globalists, and what hope do we have? Well, God in his word says, and Alex Jones says this too, Ephesians 8.11 says, Have nothing to do with the works of darkness, but instead expose it. And there's power in just exposing these evildoers. Evildoers hate the light. They, they like covering up their deeds. They like censoring people and silencing their opposition, never debating it. No, but knowledge is power. The more people that know about their anti-human agendas, the less they can get away with them. So it is a new year. And a lot of people set resolutions, and some people are serious about them. So in addition to what Kathleen just mentioned about exposing what is going on, talking to other people about it, ask the Lord to guide us to what goals we can make for the new year to help inform and instruct our neighbors about the truth. Here's some other specific, I'm going to make a few specific suggestions. Some of these we've covered in past shows, too. Implement the doctrine of the lesser magistrate in your town. That's where you get to know your local officials, your local city council members, your county supervisors, your school board members. You know, if you go to a school board meeting and they don't recognize you and frankly stand up a little straighter when they see you, guess what? You're not showing up often enough. So we need to support them, but we also need to hold them accountable. And also, vote with your dollars. Be selective with your purchases. Support local farmers as much as you can, local bankers, local retail outlets, not just the big chains. Go to publicsquare.com to find businesses that support your values. Get out of debt. Live within your means. That Who can argue with that? But we can make real progress on that in 2024. Pick one ministry in addition to your church. So you have your church to support Pick one additional ministry that you can support and donate with your time and your money, even if it's a few dollars a week, maybe a couple hours a week. How about make that commitment for this new year? And contact your congressperson. Urge them to get the U.S. out of the World Health Organization. They are doing no good whatsoever. Uh, They've done a lot of damage, still doing it. There's also a bill proposed by Senator Mike Lee, who I think is really good in the Senate, to get us out of the U.N. That deserves consideration. That would do a lot to defeating the globalists. And finally, and I shouldn't have to even say this, but make sure you're registered to vote, vote, and help to get out the vote. You know that the primary election in California is on March 5th. And ballots go out a month before that, so only a few weeks from now. Ballots go out. Pay attention. Vote. Absolutely. 
So we're going to end with a quote from Tucker Carlson, who emphasizes a lot that he has changed his opinion based on new information and that he would be foolish if he didn't. He said, Reading the Bible is the most interesting thing I've ever done. The two things that I've come away with after reading the entire New Testament and much of the Old Testament is that every person, with the exception of Jesus, is flawed. But he said the second thing that I notice is people, while they have free will, where they can make decisions and live with the consequences of those decisions, they're not really in charge of the arc of history at all. They are being acted upon a lot. And he said, yes, people's choices matter. But on the other hand, we're not in charge. We're being acted on by a world we can't even see. And that is consistent with his life experience. And we know who is in charge of that arc of history, don't we, Brian? Our Lord Jesus Christ is in charge of the arc of history, and we need to align our purposes with his. Yes, I love watching, I would call it the evolution in a good way, of Tucker Carlson. I think he's coming, he's got a ways to go. He, he doesn't say God's in control. He's not quite there yet, but he seems to be absolutely going in the right direction. And frankly, some of the other people we've talked about, I would say that too. So want to bless all of you in this new year. I hope you've enjoyed our program today. You might want to get Alex Jones' book. Again, it's called The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. That's quite a, quite a thing to talk about. Tune in to what's happening at Infowars.com. Tune in to Tucker Carlson on X. I would especially recommend that. His shows are absolutely great. So glad he left Fox and became independent. And by far more important than anything else we've said, let's renew our covenant to our Lord Jesus Christ, resolve to be better biblical citizens for him. Till next week, let's roll! Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen, Let's Roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. This is Kathleen Melanakos, co-host of Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Saturdays at noon here on KPRZ. I'm announcing that vaccine injury support groups are forming here in the San Diego area as we talked about in our recent Biblical Citizen podcast with Jana Bruins. For more information about these vaccine injury support groups, contact WeCareForYou99 at AOL.com. That's WeCareForYou99 at AOL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.